0: Let's give it our best. In a little book, the book of James, I call this series Real Results. Say that with me. Real Results. And I've given you a lot of the history of the book. I keep just going over it a little bit. It's tough talk to help me walk. James. Written after the man James. He was the first pastor at the church in Jerusalem. Jesus told the disciples... Uh, You shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses unto me in where? What was the first place? Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, the other most parts of the earth. So the first church was obviously right there in Jerusalem. That was Grand Central Station. That was where Jesus had a ministry up at the city of Galilee for sure, but he had ministry right there. A lot of tough things happened. Of course, his crucifixion, his resurrection. A lot of hate right there. A lot of hate was going on. Man, that, that's not the easiest place to start a church. We see a lot of hate in our country right now, don't we? Yes or no? A lot of pent-up hate. And, uh, man, I hate it when anybody loses their life at the hand of a police officer or anything else. But I tell you, but just to go out and burn targets and burn stores, boy, do we ever need the Lord? Yes or no? Yes or no? Amen. Come on. We need the Lord. We need God. Come on. Amen. Amen. And see, the thing without Jesus, honest to goodness, thing without Jesus, that could be me out there burning a building down. I'm from Rockingham, 109 River Road. We'd cut you and steal from you. Wouldn't think twice about it. Not at all. What made the difference in my life? Jesus Christ. I grew up the son of an alcoholic. Rough. I'm going to go home this week. First time since January. I'm going to make the journey home this week. Matter of fact, Coach Bears is going to ride with me. We're going to go by the old home place because you know they're turning that into a park, a memorial park for the veterans. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. I'm going to go. We're going to get us some pictures. And I'll probably speak with the VFW while I'm there, Lord willing. But looking forward to it. But listen, we need Jesus Christ. I need some real results in my life. Amen say. Because see, crap's going to keep happening as you live your life. So what are you going to do? Are you going to just Respond? How many ever wanted to kill somebody? Let me see some hands. I mean, you ain't lying. You wanted to kill somebody. How many ever did kill somebody? Can I see your hand? No. I'm sorry. They could be here. They could be here. At line, online, y'all raise your hand, ain't you? I see you right there. I'm just saying we are crazy people. Yes or no? The Bible says the heart's desperately wicked. Who can know it? You ever been in a really bad place? Let me see some hands. I mean, bad place in your life? I'm talking a bad, dark place. Dark place. Dark down there, ain't it? Say, I don't like it. Do you? I don't want that. I want to stay on the light side of things. Amen? So let's go to the book now. James. He was the pastor of the church at Jerusalem, the worst church a man could pastor, in my opinion. Why? Well, because every day his congregation's getting murdered. <laughs> Martyred for Christ. Especially the men. And they're being scattered. They're going from house to house. The church is moving. It's like a church, you know, under, like, China and Chinese rule, especially even worse than today. But this was horrible. And James is the pastor. I just like to be the pastor of that church. It'd be rough, wouldn't it? How do you talk to them? Well, you need to be a comforter, right? Just comfort everybody. Well, James, I guess, uh, I don't think comfort was James' gift, his gift. I think his gift was uh, this is the way, this is how we're walking, this is how we're getting out of this mess. Okay? Y'all in? Here we go. And he was tough on them. For example, we're going to talk today about living in the now, but I want to go over some problems that he talked about. First of all, he talked about being prejudiced. Y'all remember, y'all remember that or not? They're here together, this group in Jerusalem. And yet they're preferring the rich people, the people that have money that come into this broken church. And they're telling the poor people who've lost everything, perhaps, you sit over here, but you guys with the money, you sit here in the good seats. How did James handle that? Smacked it right upside the face. Amen or oh me? We don't do that with people. Amen. Yes or no? Prejudice has no part in the church of Jesus Christ at all. Period. Well, I was raised that way. Listen to my words. You were raised wrong. Y'all hear me or not? We're not to be prejudiced. Color, whatever you got, money, education, doesn't matter. Prejudice is wrong. I've had to grow into that my whole life. I've had to grow because I grew up in the deep south. But that was just one thing. I grew up poor. So you can look at the folks that have as, you know, they think they're better than you. So you want to pop them in the face. You understand or not? That's bad. That's bad. Clark, you shouldn't do that. I know I shouldn't do it. Also, you grow, I grew up in the South. And look at the church God gave with all these northern folk. God's got a sense of humor, don't he? But I've had to learn. I've had to learn. I've had to learn. This is the body of Christ, Gary. Shut your mouth. Yes or no? Amen. So, I've had to learn. This is good for me. Y'all hear me? Good for me. This book is good for Gary. Then, what did he talk about? He talked about taming your tongue. Remember that? Running your mouth. Did he talk about it? So, this early church, I mean, they're hurting real bad. He's telling them, hush your mouth. Quit running your mouth like that. Quit talking about one another. Tame your tongue. Put the bit in your mouth like the horse does. That's what he did. The boy does a church ever need that. Amen. Marriages need that, right? Relationships need that. Yes? Amen. What else did James talk about? Talk about judge yourself. That was last week, wasn't it? There's plenty of war going on inside of you without worrying about Freddie's war or Barbara's war. How about you worry about your war? The battle right inside of you and you fight that good fight in your own life. Amen. So this is James. Now he comes to today. You're wondering, where is he going now? Well, it's going to get a little better. <laughs> it's going to get a little better. Not much, but some. Let's go to the book now. Here we go, guys. Let's see what we can find today. We're at the end now of chapter 4. So we've done the whole book. We did do it before Easter and the virus, and we switched gears. But now we're coming back around, guys. Y'all with me? Say And I like this book. No matter if you've heard one, two, or three messages, they all stand alone. Now, this is one of the most powerful lessons I've ever learned in my life, the one we'll share today. Live in the now. Say that with me. Live in the what? One more time. Live in the what? When I think of, when you in your mind think of somebody that's still living in the past, I want you to get a picture of somebody you know right now that's still living in the past. Are they sort of miserable? Are they having a hard time putting their foot forward and going forward? I know people. I know people because of my line of work. I mean, be honest with you guys. If something happened yesterday, you need to let it go. You never know when that one thing that you're holding on to can become a root, the Bible says, even bitterness, and will spring up inside you and defile many and will ruin your life. Yeah, but you don't understand. They did this or this happened to me. Okay. What's that got to do with you doing right right now? What's that have anything to do with you making good decisions right now? Yes or no? You still hang on to this mess. We need to live in the now. We need to squeeze it. I call it squeeze today. Yes or Say that with me. Squeeze today like you would an orange. I'm going to get a little bit of juice out of that sucker. Amen. This is a, life is a beautiful thing. Living today is an awesome thing. Oh my gosh, I got it so hard. I was in Carolina. I was at the McDonald's in Carolina. And some guy that's probably a millionaire didn't like President Trump. And I'm having to sit there and listen to him from across the room. And finally, I couldn't take it anymore. Because it wasn't just about the president. It was about our country. Here's a guy like in his 60s putting our country down. While I'm trying to have some coffee. What are you trying to do? And so I held back as long as I could. And then I was like, no more. I can't do it anymore. And you know me. I had to jump in. Thank God we live in America. Amen. Come on, this is a great country. We're fighting back, baby. Come on. Amen. And the bottom line is, I don't care who you don't like. Why you got to crap all over our country all the time. You, I'm horrible with my language today. And here's what he said to me: "It's hard to be an American. And Charles, my former drummer, was with me and he started singing. It's so hard to be an American. I know it was rough, man. Anyway, he, anyway, he hushed. Amen. What's the point? Do you think it's hard to be, live in this country? Do you think it's really that hard? Are you blessed or not? Will you make a decision that you're blessed? Would you just shut up and make a decision? I am blessed. I'm not in the church of Jerusalem where they're coming in and massacring my family. Yes or no? I know things are war. I get tired of stuff too, guys. But come on, man. It's a decision we're making. Amen or oh me? Praise the Lord. At least you know where I'm at. Come on. Let's talk about living in the now. So here we go. Live in the Now. And that guy, he's up my point was, he's sitting on probably, I know the people, I know the area real well where he's at, and I see his golf clubs, and I know his car he's driving, and the guy's probably a millionaire, and yet he's miserable, because some guys in office you don't like, there'll always be somebody somewhere you don't like, there'll always be something if you're looking for it, but here's what I found. There's also a lot of good you can find. Amen, yes or no. Yeah, there's a whole lot of good if we look for it. Live in the, in the now, amen. And most of our stuff doesn't have to, do with, have to do with our country. It has to do with our personal lives, decisions that we make right here. Personal hurt, personal pain, personal loss, personal problems. And if we'll learn, we'll be blessed. Let's go to the last few verses in chapter 4. Go to now, James speaking. He's already said a lot. You that say today or tomorrow, we're going to go in such a city and we're going to continue there a year. And we're going to buy and sell and we're going to get gain. Now, he's talking to this persecuted church. And they're talking about getting their stuff and moving to Beverly. Brother, you're right here. you living right here, right now, in the middle of this mess. But they're they're talking about tomorrow and this, that, and other. James says, you don't know what's going to be on tomorrow. Especially these folk. But every one of us could be dead today. What makes you think you're going to live? Well, I went to the doctor. He said, I'm going to live. You better make sure you know the Lord. You never know what a day is going to bring forth. Amen say. Just never know what's going to happen, guys. And James is saying, you don't know what's going to be on tomorrow. What is your life? One of the best verses in the Bible. Say it with me. What is your life? It's a what? Even a vapor? Say it. That appears for a little time and then it what? Vanishes away. That is a great verse to memorize. You want to wonder why you should kick your tail every day? Get up. Ask the Lord to help you every day. Start your day with the Lord. When you're out and about, you give praise for things, you thank the Lord. Thank the Lord all day. You hear me or not? Your life is a vapor. You could meet him today. I want to meet him with a smile on my face. How about that? I want to meet him without having a trailer load of junk and bad things in my life I'm carrying to heaven. Amen. I want to have a good day, man. If it's my last day, I want it to be a what? A good one. Now, am I talking every day I have good days? No. But most of the days I don't have that are good days, I screwed them up. Yes or no? Amen. Say. Okay? So we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow, James says. We don't even know if we're going to be here tomorrow. Yes or no? But see, we live in America. It's so hard to live here. We live in America where we're spoiled rotten. Amen. Say. How many just, with an uplifted hand, I got it way too good? Let me see some hands. I got it way too good. Well, if your hand couldn't go up, it should have. Because you have it way too good. Yeah, but you don't understand what I'm going through. That's exactly what I'm talking about. If you've got a roof over your head, you're better than most people in this world. Most of us eat what? At least, At How many meals a day? How many? How many eat like five at least? Let me see some hands. I am. I'm with you, man. I'm with you. How many ate a lot of ice cream this week? Let me see some hands. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. Here we go. So James is saying, live what? Live today. Say that loud. Live to what? Today. I love this kind of message. Here's what James says. You ought to say, if the Lord will, we shall live. Say that with me. You ought to say, if the Lord will, we shall live and do what? This or what? That's why when you pray, our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your what? On earth as it is where? See, we think he's up there, he don't know, no, 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 I got this, Lord. You better pray, if it's the Lord's will, I'll do this or that. How many wish you would have said that a long time ago and you made some stupid decisions in your life? See, look at that. Look at the hands everywhere. Look at the hands everywhere. That's what James is saying. Live in the now. Today's all we've been given, guys. That's it. This is it. It's all we have is today. Well, you know, I got problems in my marriage. I, I you know, I, I was ugly to my wife, uh, you know, two weeks ago and I'm still hanging on to it. Why, 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 why? why? Why not get right today? Say that with me. Why not what? Absolutely. We're going to talk about that a little bit later. But now, but now James says you rejoice in your boastings. I mean, James is hard on this church. <laughs> they can't do anything right. You know what I mean? And he even says this. Your rejoicing is what? He used the E word. Evil. Evil. James is a straight talker. That's why he's, his book only has five chapters. But if you would poll most people in church, they would say James is one of their favorite books in the Bible. Five little chapters. Because it's straight talk. It hits every one of us right where we live. Okay? It's a good, good message. He says presuming on tomorrow is what? Does that mean we shouldn't make plans? He's not saying that. But don't let tomorrow's planning be your today's living. i got to get ready for tomorrow, 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 tomorrow. And I screwed up my whole day. Yes or no? And I'm an expert at this. What? Screwing up your day. Because you're doing this and that and the other. Come on, man. Don't plan so much that you can't live today. Y'all hear me or not? Okay. Therefore, to him that knows to do good and doeth it not, it is what? You know this is right. And if you don't do it, it is sin. I'm going to tie my shoe if you don't mind. We've already had problems with the sound. Now my shoes. Here we go. I know you're waiting for me to fall. And I thought about, I'll tie it tomorrow. You hear me? I can hardly bend, though. There we go. Listen. We put off doing good. Till when? Do you see James' point? Maybe he's talking to people that are prejudiced. And he's saying, because he has been. Well, I'll do it some other time. Maybe he's talking to people that are running their mouth too much. And they need to watch it and button their lip and say good things. But I'll do it tomorrow. Maybe he's talking to people that are judging people. He is. And instead of taking care of themselves today, they're judging somebody else. Now they'll, they're going to take care of their own problems when? Tomorrow. That's his whole point here. That's his whole point. You can have a great day if you want to. Y'all, you listening or not? People can't stand me when they come to see me in my office and I talk to them like this. Because they expect me to be a psychiatrist and pat them on the head and lay on the couch or something. It ain't happening. No. Don't come to see me unless you want to get better. If you want to get better, I'm the guy. I love, I mentioned a couple last week that came to see me. They said you give off an air of comfort and support, but also you give off an air about you that says we can make it. I want to be that guy. That says we can make it. When are we gonna make it? Tomorrow? Or are we gonna start making it today? I spoke with a gentleman this week, struggling in his life. And life, life can change with one good decision. See it? See that good decision? And then you follow that decision with guess what? Another what? Good decision. And before long, you starting to, walk. In the right way. But this idea that I'm going to keep living in the past, bringing up my past, it will paralyze you. And it will cripple you. James is really trying to help these people. Keep looking. Life becomes so much more precious to people when they're about to what? Isn't that funny? Oh, I'm sorry for the way I treated mama. A little bit late now, ain't it? Well, it's not too late. You could try to get right today. But you've lived your whole life not doing it, putting it off, or whatever. Y'all hear me or not? Life gets precious when we're about to what? Had a sweet dear lady told me a couple of weeks ago, she said that she's 80. And she said, you know how I made it through this pandemic? Because, you know, fear is everywhere. It's all over the television. Everywhere. Everywhere you go. You can't even watch a commercial anymore. The commercial said, I know we're going through a hard time. I mean, can I hear anything that's positive? As if I don't know. You don't have to make a commercial about it. But that's just my humble opinion. But anyway, she told me, you know how I made it through this pandemic, what really helped me? And I said, no, ma'am, what? And she said, your mama. My mama? My mama's in heaven. She's liking the message, by the way, today. She said, yeah. She said, you say sometimes when your mother was being shot that you believe your mama's last words were, you can't threaten me with heaven. And she said, that's what I've been telling the devil. And I've been telling this pandemic. You can't threaten me with heaven. Amen. Let's thank the Lord for her. That's a good lady right there. can't threaten me with heaven. What am I going to do? Because some bad news happens, I'm going to live the rest of my life in fear? Yes or no? You're going to waste the one good day you got left, man. I'm crazy today, ain't I? I love this talk. This is what Gary needs. Gary needs this. Be nice to Kim today, Gary. Love Kim today, Gary. Kiss Kim today, Gary. Love those little kids today, Gary. Don't kick your dog today, Gary. If you knew the dog, you'd kick him too. I'm just saying. I have the worst dog, amen, on the planet. But we adopted him like crazy people. But anyway, no, he's—I I like him. He's a good traveling dog. He'll travel with you. Won't say a word. Live in the house. He'll drive you nuts. Another story. Why do people want to? You know, they—they they cherish life when they're about to lose it because they don't think they have much what—that much time left. What makes you think you do? If we had a three-by-five card and we said, "Fill out how much time you think you got left." What would you put on it? What would you put on it? No man knows. Absolutely. But I think if we were just in the natural, we'd probably figure out a man lives to be like 78 right now, 77. Has anybody ever heard anybody dying in their 60s? Fifties. Buried a fellow not long ago, he's 53. You understand, that's not counting automobile accidents and things. Stuff can happen, guys. How much time do you think you got left? When are you going to start living in the now? You don't have to lose it to live it. Say that with me. You don't have to what? Boy, you sound like you're losing it. One more time. You don't have to what? You don't have to lose your life to live it, man. Okay? Now, he does say if you lose your life for me and my sake, you shall live. Jesus says that. That's the goal here for you and I, To because he died on the cross, he rose from the dead, let's humble ourselves unto him, let's lose our own personal ambitions and to him and to live in the now for him, amen, and to live a whole different way. So you don't have to lose it to live it. This is the only day I know I have. This is plain English. I'm alive, so I know I got this one, yes or no. I guess I'm in this one. I got it. I'm alive. All right? So, live in the Now. Now we're, up, we're getting somewhere, and it's not going to be long. I know I've said that before. Since this is the only day you have, and it is the only day you have, this is the only day you have. This is it. You think you have tomorrow, and you're presuming you have tomorrow is evil. It's evil because you miss the moments of today. Live in the now. Say that with me. Live in the what? How many remember the Jack Bauer TV show? It was called what? 24. That's all you got. 24 is all you got. That's it. That's it. That is it. Whether you think so or not, you're going to come back next week and say, you were wrong, I'm here today. Well, go ahead and do that to me next week. If I was a betting man, I bet you're going to leave this planet earlier than you thought. You just keep presuming that you've got tomorrow. When he holds the keys, the Bible says. He holds the keys, the Bible says, of death and hell. That's why you want to make sure you know Jesus. Why? Because he's got the keys. You can know somebody that knew somebody that had the keys. I want to know the one who's got the keys. Y'all hear me or not say. So live today. It's all you've got. So here's several things I want to say to you. Number one, be saved today. Be saved today. Well, I get saved next week. Good chance you're going to die and go to hell next week. How do you know? Why, well, I just know. All right, Mr. Know-It-All. Don't be arrogant. Here's what the Bible says. For he says, I've heard you in a time accepted. In the day of salvation, an unusual King James word, have I succored thee or succored thee? That word means in the day of salvation, God, the Holy Spirit speaking, I have helped you. I am aiding you. How do you know this ain't the day of salvation? I put it up. The Holy Spirit right now is saying to you, if you died, you know you're not going to heaven. Why not today put your faith in Jesus Christ? Why not today? Well, what will people think? Don't worry about them. i got the keys. Amen. And the people around you and your family would rejoice. Don't worry about that. That's just thinking crazy. Be saved today. What's the Bible say? Say it with me. Behold, now is the what? Accepted time. That last part. Behold, now is the day of what? Yeah, but I've been to church, I'm a good person, I'm all this. You're a lunatic. God says, I'm here, I'm helping you, I'm right here now. I'm drawing you right now. Be saved now. Put your faith in my son Jesus today. Most important thing you'll do in your day. Got it? Most important thing, nail that to the wall. Number two, get right with God today. Get right with God today. Something in your life. If we confess our sins. Look at it. He's faithful and just to do what? Forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Why would I not get right with God today? Why? Well, you don't understand what I've done. I understand you're a nut. If somebody's at the table and they're saying, Let's make a deal, man. You've done wrong. I will forgive you. I'll wipe it away as far as the east is from the west. Yeah, but get right with God today. Yeah, but what if I fall back? Will you fall back whenever you fall back and you get right with God then. But don't let what ifs keep you from getting right with God today. Amen or oh me? Amen. As a, yeah, praise the Lord. Come on, we ought to praise the Lord. Amen. Good. Good. Now listen, how many as a testimony would say, I got right with God. I remember when I got right with God. Not that you've been perfect ever since, but when I got right with God, it changed my whole life. Let me see some hands. It changed my whole life. It changed my whole direction. Look at those hands. Isn't that amazing? Live in the now. Na- no, I'll do it tomorrow. No. Get right with God today. Number three, get right with others today. Yeah, but you don't know what they did to me. (sighs) No, but I know what He did for you. He's forgiven you. Okay? You can't change them. I know that. I know that. That's going to be on them. But can you do the best you can, your part, to get right with people today? Yes or no? Amen. Say, when I preach to y'all, I don't have aught with one of you. You understand? I love you. How can I say that? Well, I want to be right with you. Yes or no? Now, if you got an axe to grind with me, you ain't told me. Might be a good idea that you don't. Be easier on me, but anyway. But the point is, is that no, no, I don't, I don't live my life with with uh, bitterness against anybody. How about the man that shot your mother? I'm not bitter with my stepdad. He's in hell today. What good's my bitterness going to add to his suffering? I need to live my life, don't I? Yes or no? Yes or no? Okay. How about being left married 28 years? Are you bitter? Now, the woman that did that to you, absolutely not. Why? Because I want to live my life. I don't want roots of bitterness stemming up through Gary Clark and ruining my life, ruining my children's life, ruining my marriage that I have with Kim and those little girls. And that's something I have to fight. It's a fight worth fighting. Yes or no? I don't want to have aught with people. Have you ever had something in your life, Clark, where you weren't right with people? Absolutely. And I've had to go to them. A lot of times I didn't have to go to them because it was something in me. You understand? It was something starting in me. They didn't even know about it. (laughs) A lot of the crap in our life we can get rid of right there. Yes or no, amen. If we'll make the decision. Y'all hearing me or not? Am I talking like a crazy person? Yeah, but my family did this. My family did that. I'm not saying you're going to be the best buddies in the world. I'm saying on your part, your side, do all you can to get right. The Bible says if you bring your gift to the, to the church house, just say it at the church, to the altar, and you remember you've got a brother that's got all against you, a brother you've offended, a brother that's hurt you, that you've hurt. Got it? You know what God says? Your gift matters to me. But listen, you can't even see me, God says. And you're bringing me your gift. How about you leave your gift? That's a good thing. You're giving. I like it. God says it's good. But how about this? You go and get right with a brother who you can see. Amen? A lot of people think they can come to church and just sweep under all this bad relationships with people when today is your opportunity to get right with God. And you never know. Let me see some other hands. How many would say, I had situations in my life, got right with some people, got it right in my heart, and it really did release me and free me up. And I've been blessed because of it. Can I see some hands? Look, there's a lot of hands in the room. So we're not talking bull here. This is great stuff. Amen? Come on. So you leave your gift before the altar. Go your way. First be reconciled to your what? And then you come back and have your relationship with me, God says, with this gift that you're wanting to give. Amen? Okay. I'm beating this. Ain't I pretty hard? Love your family and friends When? When? Today, beloved, let us love one another. For love is of God, and everyone that loveth is born of God and knows God. Love your family, love your friends. Beloved, if God so loved us, we ought to love one another. Yes or no? I need to love my family. I need to love my friends. Friends don't talk about friends. If you're a friend that talks down about a friend, you're not a friend, you're a pain in the rear. Friends don't do that. Family get together. We're going to get together and talk about other family. Listen, you're not right with God. You're not living your day the way you should. We used to say it this way. If you can't say something good about somebody, then don't what? Wonder where that stuff comes from, them old good sayings. The Scriptures. Maybe not exactly like it says, but that's the way we ought to be as believers in Christ. Yes or no? And if other people are in your company wanting to do that that you need to stand up and say, listen, we're not going to do that. You're not going to ruin my day. How many would say, I've had my day ruined because I've been in with a group of people and they run their mouth about somebody. I mean, it just takes the whole party downhill. Absolutely. It's crazy. James is awesome, isn't he? I like him anyway. Encourage somebody today. Had a building inspector come inspect a house I'm working on. I'm always working on something. And last one that came failed me. Boy, I didn't like him. But I was trying to be nice. So this one came and did everything they said, tried to do it. And, of course, we passed by, no problem. Just a little old, that little old place, you know. How long has that thing been going on? But uh, you know what the building inspector said when I told him, thank you, man, you made my day? He said this. He said, well, I at least try to encourage one person a day. I think he was sort of being funny, you know. But that's a great line, isn't it? Why don't you up at the 10? Yes or no, amen? Boy, I want you to be a bright light in our town. Encourage people. When? I'll go back to the public's lady tomorrow. How about you go do it today? Amen? encourage somebody today beloved i wish above all things that you may prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers how about we talk to people like that i want you to be blessed thank you you're a blessing to us you're a blessing to me thank you for what you do say that with me thank you for what you how hard was that well, you're supposed to we pay your salary that's an unbeliever's way of talking A believer in Christ says, thank you. We appreciate you. Amen. Live in the now. Here's something. Give something away when? When? Now, you know what we do. We hold our family captive and prisoner with our will. If you take care of me good, you'll get it in the end. You better hope you don't get into a nursing home and lose your mind or something. Because you're shot if that happens. You'd be better off in your life if you start giving away your stuff today. Not saying everything. Why don't you ask the Lord to help you? Why don't you give something away today? Why you got to die to see them smile? Why don't you do it before then? Or people in your town or in your neighborhood. Why has a pandemic got to happen for us to go to the food pantry? People are hungry all the time. Amen. People need us now. Give something away today. Where did I come up with that, my mom? The neighbor, after her murder, the lady came to the fence and she said to me, Miss Lampley said to me in my eyes, Your mama came to this fence every day, the backyard fence. And she never came without something in her hand to give me. Now, do I know that she did it every day? That's what Miss Lampley said. Looking back on my mama's life, when I'd go home to visit or something, she'd always do something like this. Well, let's get in the car, Gary. Well, where are we going, mama? We're going over here to the hosiery mill. Because we lived in that kind of area where they made the mills or the cotton mills. And we'd go to the second-hand store. And she'd buy me a big pack of underwear. Some socks. That was mama's way. She just wanted to be a blessing and give something away. Y'all hear me or not? Would we be a better church, a better town if we did that? Yes or no? Living in the now. But you got to do it today. you got to do it today. you got to do it today. Amen. Don't put it off. Every man, according as he what? Purpose is in his heart. So let him what? Give, not what? Not mad, grudgingly. Or of what? Because you got to. Sad. But God loves a what? Glad. Why don't you live your life glad to give? I'm glad to give something. Yes or no, amen? It's a beautiful thing. I know this is a little bit of, I don't know, maybe an elementary message tomorrow really never comes you never get a tomorrow if you get one it's what it's today tomorrow never comes it never comes live in the now are we done Raj? what we made it yeah that's the first time in a long time yeah